Hey, Howard Jacobson here. Welcome to today's Plant Yourself podcast. A quick reminder, this podcast is free for everyone and supported by patrons. So if you would like to find out about becoming a patron of the show and helping us out, helping defray the cost, helping to spread the message, you can do so at plantyourself.com slash gift. Thanks so much and enjoy today's episode. This is a Friday fertilizer from Plant Yourself. I'm your host, Howard Jacobson. Today's fertilizer is called Tidings of Comfort or Joy. Here's a ridiculous story to start us off. One day, my grandfather punched somebody in the face over some disagreement, and the recipient of the blow, wounded more in pride than body, wobbled down onto the curb and began yelling, Iodine! Police! Iodine! Police! To which my grandfather responded, and this is the part of the story my father thought was hilarious, Make up your mind, iodine or police. You can't have both. If you don't find this anecdote amusing in the least, I'm right there with you. Why on earth couldn't the man have both? What was so funny about the logic of the rebuttal? And why was my grandpa going around slugging people anyway? But the phrase, make up your mind, iodine or police, you can't have both, is, for better or worse, an indelible part of my psyche and, I guess, genetic memory. Which is why, when I was singing carols at a nursing home on Christmas Day and got to the chorus of God Bless Ye Merry Gentlemen that announces tidings of comfort and joy, I suddenly thought, make up your mind, comfort or joy, you can't have both. (laughs) Let's talk first about comfort. In Sick to Fit, Josh Lajani and I rail against comfort. We argue that it's the desire for physical and emotional comfort that keeps us from being our best selves by preventing us from doing the hard things we need to do in order to be healthy and happy. We avoid physical exertion because straining muscles and labored breathing are uncomfortable. We binge on junk food because it's uncomfortable to sit with the urge to eat and not capitulate. We give in to peer pressure because we fear teasing or subtle judgment or outright ostracism. And as we keep seeking and achieving comfort, we generate anxiety. Because the further we get from discomfort, the more we fear it. Our comfort zone constricts until we get freaked out by the thought of saying no to cheese fries or walking in a cold rain or raising a difficult topic with our spouse or friend. And the reality of our physical existence also generates anxiety. A human body that doesn't move and exert and sweat is in an extremely unnatural state. The only legitimate explanation from the body's point of view is... I must be really sick or seriously injured or in mortal danger. Not exactly a happy, happy thought form. And so lives lived in the thrall of comfort end up in the grip of misery. We're unhealthy, lacking in physical vitality, unmotivated, drugged, and at some level deeply ashamed. Not a recipe for joy, eh? Let's talk about joy. In Sick to Fit, we paraphrase philosopher Brian Masumi in defining joy as different from happiness or comfort. Joy, we write, can be painful and frightening, because at its core, joy is what you feel when you are growing, when you are starting to move toward embodying your true potential, your authentic self. Joy can hurt. Joy can sting. Joy can cause you to weep uncontrollably. But ultimately, Joy is the emotion of liberation. So commit to practicing discomfort again and again and free your joy. Sounds like we have to choose, like the dude grandpa slugged, comfort or joy. We can't have both. Or can we? 
Did you ever build a fort when you were a kid? If so, I bet you tried to make it strong, impregnable, and safe. Well, that's not an accident, etymologically speaking. The word comfort literally means with strength, from the Latin root fortis, as in fort, forte, fortify, and fortitude. Something that provides comfort doesn't coddle or weaken us. Instead, it supports and strengthens us. What we think of as comfort is a toxic imitation, imposed upon us by an unnatural lifestyle in which we don't have to walk, run, bend, lift, twist, or push in order to procure food or construct shelter. A lifestyle in which we almost never have to brave the elements or experience temperatures other than room. A lifestyle in which hierarchies of labor and fossil fuels rob us of the necessity of flexed muscles. There's the paradox. The more we pursue comfort to feel safe and strong, the more we infantilize ourselves. And grown-ass man-babies and woman-babies can feel lots of things, but never joy. The emotion of liberation is reserved for those who experience liberation, for those who take scary, sometimes painful steps to embody their own authenticity. Real babies do it on a daily basis. The first step, the first word, the first separation. As adults, we move toward joy when we model the courage and persistence of babies, not their helplessness. And when we embrace productive discomfort as the vehicle toward joy, something strange and paradoxical and wonderful happens. We start to feel true comfort. Not the infantilizing comfort of a swaddled babe, but the deep and abiding comfort of living, eating and moving and sleeping and thinking, in alignment with Mother Earth. Comfort comes in the midst of a holiday potluck when we realize that we are free to eat according to our own goals and priorities, rather than the habits and judgments and addictions of those around us. Comfort comes when we surrender to the rain and the cold and go for our walk anyway, and know that we are on a planet designed to support and strengthen us. Breathing an atmosphere delicately and precisely calibrated to support our physiology, navigating within a gravitational field that hugs us close while letting us cavort and experience independence, eating from the bounty of the soil containing exactly the nutrients we need to grow, repair, expend energy, and thrive. Only when we embrace discomfort can we discover the existential comfort afforded us as earthlings on a living earth, humans relying upon the generosity of the humus. And that kind of comfort accommodates and supports joy. Comfort and joy. We can have both. In fact, they require each other. Now that is some good tidings. I hope you enjoyed this Friday fertilizer from Plant Yourself. Again, I'm your host, Howard Jacobson. Subscribe if you'd like to automatically receive two episodes a week. Tuesdays are the interview shows and Friday are the fertilizers. This ends this week. Next week, I'll be back with more interview and fertilizer. And as always, be well, my friends. All right, time for thanks. Thanks to Will Reidenauer for allowing me to use his beautiful song, Sabali Don, The Dance of Peace. You can find more of Will's music at his website, willreidenauer.com. And of course, thanks to all of you Plant Yourself Podcast patrons. 
Kim Harrison, Lynn McClellan, Anthony Disson, Brittany Porter, Dominic Maurer, Barbara Whitney, Tammy Black, Amy Good, Amanda Hatherley, Mary Jane Wheeler, Ellen Kennelly, Mr. Cobb, Rachel Behrens, Christine Nielsen, Tina Sharp, Tina Ahern, Jennifer Kinoski, David Bizek, The Mysterious, Michelle X. Elspeth Feldman, Leah Stoller, Alan Christensen, Colleen Peck, Michelle Landry, Josina, Sarah Durkis, Rhymes of Circus, Kelly Cameron, Wayne Pedersen, Janet Selby, Janet Selby, Janet Selby, hi Janet, Claire Adams, Tom Franzek, Jeanette Benham, Gil Lassert, David Donahue, Blair Cyber, Dorona Vizov, Gio and Carl- Carolyn Argentati, Jody Friesen, Ruth Ann Funderburg, Misha Rosen, Michael Warbeck, The Equally Mysterious, Tracy Z, Aviva Lael, Alicia Lemus, Rebecca Hughes, Val Lineman, Rhymes with Cinnamon, Nick Harper, Martha Bergner, Susan Ahmad, Nolly Levine, The Inscrutable Harry R., Susan Laverty, The Panda Vegan, Craig Kovic, Adam Sharp, Karen Burry, Heather Morgan, Kelly Machia, Dean Norton, Bonnie Lynch at Plant Happy Oregon, Sabina Kurtzels, Nigel Davies, Marion Blum, Teresa Cobble, Julian Rodkins, Breed O'Connell. Shannon Hirschman, Linda Ayat, Holm Hedegaard, Isa Tuzinwa, Connie Hainline, Aaron Greer, Alicia Davis, Heather O'Connor, Carolyn Jensen, Sherry Olakoski of Plant Power for Health, Karen Smith, Scott Marani, Karen Joe Crabtree, Tanya Lewis, Kirby Burton, Teresa Carell, Kevin McCauley, Elizabeth Rothschild, Dan Jesse, Cheryl Dwyer, Jenny Hazleton, Valerie Peltier, Peter W. Evans, Colleen Harrison, Justin Divich, Ashra Summermeyer, Dennis Bird, Darby Kelly, Lori Fanny, Linnea Lundquist, Valerie Hummel, Emily Iaconelli, Levy Wallach, Rosamund McAtee, Dan Bacorny, Stephen Lehman, Patty DiMartino, Mike and Donna Karts, Dean Bishop, Bill Brielf, Gunter Schmidt, Marjorie Lewis, Kelly Molden, Trisha Adams, Ian Kramer, Nancy Sheldon, Lindsay Bayshore, Gunmarie Hagen, Tracy Gullich, Laura Heaton, Meg from Mama Says, Rochelle Kennedy, Diana Goldman, Stacey Stokes, Ben Savage, Michael Kay, Holly Butler, David Hughes, Connie Rogers, Claire England, Sally Robertson, Parham Ganshik, Amy Daly, Brian Tourville, Mark Jeffrey Johnson, Josie Dempsey, Karen Schmidt, Pamela Hayden, Emily Perryman, Olga Sidorowska, Allison Corbett, Richard Stone, Lauren Vaught of Edible Musings, Aaron Hasty, Sean Owen, Sagar Nayak, Erica Piedra, Danielle Roberts, and Michael Lushton for your generous support of the podcast. That's it for now. As always, be well, my friends. <laughs>